to Cultivating Indigenous Voices, a podcast sharing Indigenous history, topics, and community involvement, hosted and produced by Tina Andrew. Good day, and thanks for tuning in to this month's podcast episode. Join me in welcoming two special guests, Danielle and Preston, who are new owners of the Phenomenal Nutrition Club here in Tucson. I met these two at a community event out at the San Javier Recreation Center, where they were tabling the Herbalife Nutrition. So after some small talk and trying some delicious free samples, I made it a priority to visit their health club because I was looking to make some good health changes myself. This was about six months ago now, and since then we've gotten to know each other a lot better and even created a good friendship. So uh, before we get into having them introduce themselves, I just wanted to share that the purpose of this podcast interview is to highlight the success of these two young Thon Autumn and share their overall experience on their journey to opening up a health and fitness club. Also to discuss the connection to living a healthy lifestyle and the challenges most Native people face when it comes to our health, the biggest challenge being diabetes. So first, let's start with the brief introduction from the both of you. Please take this time to introduce yourself to the listeners. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? This is Preston Davis. Grateful to be on the show. Thank you very much, Tina. Yes. Super excited. Opening this nutrition club, we've been in business over a month and a half now. It's been super exciting, great times. And um, a little bit about myself, I'm a 24-year-old, and uh, my district is Babakiri. I was born and raised here in the city of Tucson, but definitely uh, the purpose of us opening up the wellness center is to better ourselves and to better our family through health and nutrition. There's no better way to do it than uh, opening up something we believe strongly in. Hi, so my name is Danielle Encinas, and um, my district's San Javier, so um, I'm also 24 years old, and my background, I was also born and raised here in Tucson, and I'm actually the oldest of eight siblings, so oh. it, they have a lot of reason to why I'm doing what I'm doing, so I want to help my family, and especially, you know, the community, and just everything. So, yeah, that's about me. Okay, well, awesome. Perfect. Thank you, too, for coming on the show. Now, let's first talk about what is Herbalife Nutrition, because that's pretty much what the business you two own is all about. So let's start there. All right, so Herbalife Nutrition is a global nutrition company geared towards helping people become more uh, healthier and happier. And um, definitely... um, the philosophy of living a healthier, active lifestyle is not only uh, just working out like a lot of us think. We could just stick to our diets and continue what we're doing. But here with the Herbalife Company, we help do the, we call it the 80-20. It's 80% nutrition, what we're putting in our bodies, and 20% fitness, which is going to help us live that healthy, active lifestyle that we desire to have uh, the body of good health and 
because you only get one body and we got to take care of it. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the major things that turned me on to this company is being able to uh, have the amazing product, use it and incorporate it to a personalized plan Mm -hmm. for each individual as myself. Oh, awesome. That's pretty cool. Because you two are both awesome, both native people, um, local here in Tucson, has there been a slight increase in other native people interested in coming to your health club? Uh, And if so, what is your reaction to that? We promote just generally, you know, Facebook because, you know, we're young and that's what we can afford. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So really, our pool or people who are coming in through our door are the majority is um, Native American people. Mm -hmm. And it's really cool because it's not like we're trying to like special advertise or something. Mm -hmm. It's what we're attracting. And it's amazing because, you know, it's. It's something that that bond when they come in, you can make jokes and you understand each other mm-hmm. and with everyone who comes in. And, you know, we're really happy and it just it makes us feel really good that we're making an impact into the community, into our community of, of our culture. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of happening. OK, so is that a part of your goals to reach more of the native community within the Tucson area? Definitely. Actually, when I started, I purely to, you know, this is funny, but I purely just wanted Native Americans. I didn't okay. want to help anybody else. And then I had to sit down with myself and like, yes. hey, there's other people that need my help too. Uh-huh. And not to just like to be so one pointed about it. So uh, that was a while back ago. So, but yeah, definitely my goal is to just help the community. I want to help just like give my, give my part, part of the nation and do what I can from where I am. Okay, sweet. Yes. Um, I thought that it was uh, a perfect timing for myself to meet you two, meeting you at the event in Sanavir on the Tio Nation uh, right next door to Tucson. And, and I was really surprised because the event was like a hip hop event. And I went there really just to kind of promote the podcast and things like that and talk to community members and just really stay engaged. So to see the table that you all had there, it was interesting. And of course, I stood there and I asked for more questions rather than just taking the free stuff and leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But what I feel more happy about in in meeting you two is the drive that you guys have um, as pretty much a power couple to take something and make it your own, um, but also to continuously think about the community, about your own community and understanding the relationships and and easily identifying with Autumn or any other Native person that is wanting to benefit their healthy lifestyles. And you guys are there to do that. You guys help guide them. You support them. You, you know, give them advice. I think that's a really good opportunity for Autumn that are here in Tucson in the urban area to take advantage of because we're not at home, you know, we're not on the nation where we can have easy access to uh, a dirt road where we can just go out and take a run or things like that. It's a different life when you're in the city and you have to look for a different uh, whatever programs that are able to help you. And I think that this is definitely a resource for most folks. So can you share a brief background story to the journey and what it has taken for you two to get to where you're at with the business now? Yes, definitely. Um, my story is due to thanks to uh, Danielle. She uh, introduced me to amazing, the amazing opportunity. And 
been able to impact the community for for a while now, but where we started out was just a little spot, just literally a, a block down from the reservation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a health center as well where our mentors were at. So this is where we, we first got introduced to the mm-hmm. opportunity. So as, as Danielle, being very uh, into helping the community, then I I myself saw it being Native. I'm like, all right, this is this is real. We can help people with this amazing opportunity. So we uh, we started off just by bettering ourselves first, and then talking to people in our family, talking to friends, and of course talking to other natives in the family. And we just one by one, each people start coming out and asking their own questions, and we start just personalizing plan for them. Like, hey, this is what worked for me, and I know this could work for you if you so choose to be. So we don't we don't focus on pushing the product, but. We focus on how we can help other people along with our knowledge, mm-hmm. with our with our know-how, things that are working for us. That's just a little brief of the background mm-hmm. that I that I got just just in the the first year that we started. It was definitely it's a different way of running things because from my norm, definitely a different ballpark. But I definitely enjoy doing what I'm doing by helping the community become more healthier and active. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of like the cultivator mm-hmm. in this all. <laughs> yeah. So actually, um, I met Preston on my journey. When I first started, I, um, a friend took me and I stumbled across, you know, the health club and it was kind of like an answer. It was something like I was looking for, but I didn't know I needed. Mm-hmm. And when I got it, I was just so like, I wanted more and I just got into it. So like, um, yeah, passionately, like I was, I was in it and I mean, I'm still in it, <laughs> mm-hmm. but so, um, it, it gave me just a bigger vision that I could help somebody. I seen it, um, helping, you know, my mom and stuff and especially with myself because, um, being a young adult, nutrition's not the first thing on your mind mm-hmm. and, you know, being healthy wasn't something that I was normed to and being a part of this club and being exposed to this was really something that I, you know, that I just had to run with. And then to share with others, it was just, it just filling me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually met Preston because I was doing free workouts at the park at the time. And so that's how I met him. And then, you know, it was it was really great that he could see the same, same vision and, you know, and just go with it. So it's been a, a journey, of course, and um, to finally have us building mm-hmm. a platform where we can actually be there and make it our own and welcome people in. It's something I've dreamed about for a while now, and it's really, it's really you know a dream come true having having the opportunity to do it. And it was just like putting your mind to it and just like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're gonna save money, and nothing's gonna stop us, and it's gonna happen. And just having that mindset is all that really has gotten us this far. Well, that's pretty awesome. I think that because you guys invested your own funds to to start this uh, health club, I think it definitely paid off. And I think that having that mindset and getting to where you're at today, where you have an establishment where you can dress it up however you'd like to dress it, and you can run things however you'd like to run it, and really you're in charge, like you're the bosses. You know, you have your sponsors, yes, and and, and that's pretty awesome, but it's a really good feeling um, when you're able to do it um, however you choose to do it. 
but also still thinking about the members or the people that do support you. How long have you been in business? So I've been working the Herbalife business for about four years. Um, And for us to be running a business as a uh, health club, nutrition club, it has been a month and a half. Oh, wow. Cool. That's awesome. I remember (laughs) I was so excited to hear because you guys had talked about this since I first met you back in May about, you know, opening up your own Herbalife business. And when I I didn't think that it was going to happen that fast because, you know, you guys made it sound like it was going to be like a long time before (laughs) you get there. So I was really surprised when just a month ago you announced that that was going to be your grand opening, and I was happy to be there and, and get you guys on live Facebook on the podcast page. So I've been really excited for you guys. And again, I keep going back to the fact that you're, you're Native people and you guys are young and you're motivated. And just uh, we need more of that. That's why I want to highlight it. Um, we do need more of that. And people need to know And I share this almost all the time about, you know, Native people today, especially here in Tucson, we're thought of, but we're not really thought of. You know what I mean? We're kind of have that, you know, in some cases have that bad light on us. I'm trying to change that for the community in Tucson. I'm trying to share people's stories like yourselves that it's not about the negative things. There are a lot of good things that are happening in the Native community and the successes that we are all having is is pretty amazing, just like any other person. Um, no matter, you know, the background, the color or anything like that, you know, we're all we all have the same mindset, the same types of goals. And it's just it's just a good thing when we're when we're able to do that. But it's an even better thing when you you're really representing two entities. You know, you guys represent yourselves as individuals. But because you're Thana Autumn and people will affiliate you guys with that, the more successful you get, um, the more I feel that it's important to highlight that, you know, who you are culturally. um, I think that's an important part of it, too, because, again, you're reaching that specific type of audience that maybe doesn't get thought of all the time, neither. So uh, why is this? type of business important to you both i think you guys kind of already shared that there's anything else you want to share on that uh yes definitely um one of the most important things for me uh starting on this journey and actually having our own health club for me was a big uh thing for me because i wanted to be one of the chain breakers in my family Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh i grew up in not so good environment Mm -hmm. but i was blessed to have the things that are necessary Mm -hmm. but Having this uh, this health club actually gives me the opportunity to share with uh, younger younger natives and younger people to show them that there's a better way instead of doing the day-to-day stuff that I did growing up. Definitely there's a healthier, more productive things to do instead of running with the crowd and mm-hmm. trying yeah. to fit in because that's the thing to do. Like, uh, let me help you to find yourself and let's get healthy and very fit while we do it. Let's yes. get, let's get healthy and fit. Let's get it. So that's uh, definitely one of the major impacts for me was uh, opening up the Howl Club and sharing with the community, sharing with anybody I can. And there's there's way more out there than what you think it is. 
And I like the way you kept touching on uh, we're we're young natives because definitely proud to be native. There's way it is a there is a bad light that shined on some of us, but it is all, all of us as a whole because we are a nation, we are a people. Yes. So we, as being young native business owners, we want to show that there is possibility out there. You, there's more to you than what you think there is, and. The, the possibilities are endless if you so for willing to put in the work. Mm-hmm. And yes. what we do is it's fun. It's not easy at times. It's co- it's work. It's work for a reason. So it's definitely a challenge. But to us, the reward is when we're able to help somebody, even if they come in and it's just telling them, welcome to the club, and they throw <laughs> a smile on their face. To me, that that's what fulfills my day is making somebody happy. Awesome. So that's something we can we, that we do and what we offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's what really helps me when I go to the club is that, you know, you're just always yelling, welcome to the club. <laughs> and then you you at, you get, you know, you're asking about how I'm doing. How was my day? What's going on? How are the animals? How are the cats? Things sure. like that. Personal <laughs> things you kind of know about me. But that's what creates a, a stronger relationship and Definitely. lets people to, to, I guess, build that trust, you know. Yeah, um, I want to kind of touch base on the whole reason yeah go ahead. um really being like young native americans what really pushed me was i was coming out of high school and i was i was lost mm-hmm. like you know you come from the day-to-day like you're on schedule you're doing something and then you come out and that's it like i, I you know I, I went to college i you know i kind of like that wasn't for me mm-hmm. and i was lost i didn't know what to do with myself you know like i involved myself in the wrong group of people and it was a wake-up call in a sense. You know, I got myself together, and stuff just started happening. And then that's when I was took into the health club, and I was like, wow. Just seeing this and being possible, and I, you know, I was very like, oh, no, this is not for me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> it's not happening. I mean, that was my mindset. Mm-hmm. And it, I just kept going because I felt good. Then seeing the possibility, you know, I got to travel, and I was like, wow, if I can do this then people can do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was positive. It kept me on track. It really got my headspace together. Like, um, we, you know, we do, like, personal development. So they, I got to learn about that. Mm-hmm. And really, definitely being able to come from that background or be that person with the bad light and be able to just walk out of that and show people that you can. It, you know, where you're at right now, is not where you have to be. Yes. That you can go and you can change. Mm-hmm. And especially, like I said, you know, I'm the oldest of eight siblings. So really it pushes me for them not to follow those wrong footsteps to see that like, or, you know what, they've seen it because, you know, they're the closest people to me. Well, she can do it. I can do it. Yes, definitely. So being that role model for the younger generation, really, and helping them. And if they're willing to further get development in something similar that you're doing, or you have that similar background, you can definitely share the things that you learned along the way. So, you know, uh, I think that's that's really cool. And uh, thank you guys for sharing that. I really appreciate that. So visible health problems can be easily identified In this case, people who want to lose weight and eat better can find an alternative, safe solution to helping them reach their health goals. But the challenge is having the discipline and knowledge to do it. Do you have a personal goal for your own health? Yes. So for me, I touch base. It's a journey. So this business is a journey. 
and your health is a journey. It's not like you get to a destination and you're there. Like, yes. it's a journey. <laughs> and I'm going through my journey right now. Mm-hmm. And I share with everyone who walks in the door. I'm like, you know, this is my problem today. Because I'm trying to be as transparent as I can. Because what I'm going through, I know someone is going through. And I just want to help them out. Like, you know, it's hard. It really is. Especially from, um, you know, having a household where, you know, they don't follow, like, healthiness. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they get something to eat out. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. you know, I'm struggling. <laughs> the temptation. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm struggling. And it's hard when they're like, it's free. You know, come get it. And I'm like, oh, no, I can't. I can't. So I just want to be transparent in my journey right now. You know, I'm going through my... um my health goal, you know, I'm, I'm trying to lose my weight. Well, I'm not trying. I am going to lose yes. my weight. And, you know, uh, my goal is 110 pounds. So it's a big number, but I want it. So I'm just really transparent with everyone who walks in. If it's 5 pounds, 10 pounds, whatever they're looking for, um, to share the journey together because I think it's easier when someone else is going on the journey with you mm-hmm. instead of like, oh, I did it and this is what I did. I mean, that helps to a sense. But you need someone there like, oh, hey, me too. We're in the yes. same boat. We're paddling, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So th- that's my health goal. Awesome. What about you, Preston? Oh, yes. I definitely have some health goals. Uh, I'm currently down like 30 pounds, and I'm looking to drop another 10. But uh, my journey started when I was weighing in at 232. And at this weight, this is before I met the IFL and Danielle and the Opportunity <laughs> So I thought I was fly, smooth, all the girls wanted me. <laughs> so nope. I'm, yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, so I was, I, was, uh, I really had some confidence. But then um, I, I met Danielle, started on my program, two months fly by. I'm down 22 pounds, and I'm like, what? I have up energy. I feel better. And then uh, tying it around, uh, personal development helped me a lot. But my health goal is to drop down my weight to 195. Mm-hmm. And then stack up 20 pounds of lean muscle because that's my, my personal goal. That's what I want. It may not be what you want, but that's what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you guys out there, whatever you want, if you believe, you can achieve. Yes. True statement. True that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, stemming from what you all were saying about, you know, the health goals, in, in Native people's history and through shared stories and knowledge from our elders, We understand that at one point in past time, Native communities thrived, including our health. The traditional Native foods that we consumed freely are plants like choya buds, prickly pear, uh, wild spinach, tepary beans, corn, squash, wild onion. The list goes on. Exercise to us wasn't even a word that existed in our vocabulary because through traditional games, long journeys on foot, sacrificial pilgrimages, we kept our bodies pretty healthy and active all the time. I remember hearing elders talk about getting up before the sun to honor the morning ritual of running. Now, with the Western foods like fast food and other foods packed with preservatives and GMOs, more often today are consuming these foods without being aware of the health dangers. Of course, there is a longer-running history to the food and health effects Native people have endured through the Western invasion, introducing different types of unhealthy foods. Uh, My point being that although some Natives are aware of the history and and how we got introduced to these other types of foods, 
um, it is still our duty to make it a personal choice to want to go back to harvesting from the land and make Sonoran Desert foods a part of our diet once again. So, you know, as Native people, we know where the unhealthy food intake came or comes from. So if we really wanted to change that and go back to our old ways of gathering from the land, then it is really up to us to do that. So with that, do the both of you believe in going back to traditional foods? And do you recommend Native people to include it in their diets? Uh, definitely find that, you know, it's, it's free. It's free. <laughs> First off, it's free. Yes. No. Um, <laughs> but definitely to incorporate more because, you know, a lot of people get so, so fixated on, I don't have time. Yes. And that builds a lot of, wow, it's just easier to go on the corner. You know, the corner, the on every corner right now is a fast food restaurant. It's like a real epidemic. It's happening. It's popping up. And that's just, people are just like, all right, well, conv- they're trading their convenience I'm, yeah, they're conven- for their convenience, yes. their health for their convenience. So especially for being um, having native foods, you know, it's right there. It's actually really fun. We've been able to go. Um, I've been able to go harvesting and um, help Preston become of that journey and learning together. And mm-hmm. and it's really fun. And yes, it's, it's a free wor- workout too. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I recommend it. You know, go go do it go try it on you know you don't know if you don't know what you're doing you know it's no problem it's just you and the plants yes <laughs> yes <laughs> but you gotta talk to them let them know, let them know. Hey, I'm gonna use you. <laughs> yes so <laughs> you know through my own personal experience being a club member of Herbalife Nutrition it's not just about the healthy meal shakes the teas the snacks etc most folks including myself still include regular meals Um, healthy foods and fruits as part of our diet and exercise of course is a huge part of a successful healthy lifestyle so this year has definitely been a year of harvesting for both me and my mom we harvested the geratum the eat by by dutch hoon takui and moho and for those who don't speak autumn, I'm referring to choya buds, prickly pear fruit, saguaro fruit, corn, yucca, and bear grass. So I personally prefer the best of both worlds, where I can continue to hold on to the traditional foods of my ancestors, as well as look to more modern alternatives to getting healthy. Uh, even though I'm investing in the Herbalife products and exercise, it's still very important for me and many others to harvest traditional foods. So with that, I'm always promoting culture, tradition, you know, to the young people, to the non-natives all around, wherever I have the opportunity to do that, I share it because it's important. And because we're at a time where I don't want to say that we're losing it, Because I've really met some amazing young people who are still participating in the the culture and tradition. I mean, we don't see it a lot because we're in the cities. Uh, But if you if you knew the right people or you're you stayed engaged in your community, you can definitely see the much younger generations um, picking up those skills, those abilities, that knowledge to carry on to future generations far beyond us. So I'm I have I'm hopeful in that. 
um, but also always sharing the Native background of, of who we are and um, how long that we've been here. We're still very much a rich part of Tucson's history, of Jukshan's history. So I just wanted to kind of include that perspective as well when we're talking about health and good uh, nutrition for our bodies. That's the best nutrition, actually. <laughs> you know, Definitely. the pilot. Yes, yes, yeah, there's a lot of good things yes. that come from it, especially when fighting against diabetes. You know, mm-hmm. I think those types of things are very helpful. Before we, we end the interview, I want to talk about not just the health the health intake part of all of this, but also the, the importance of exercising because that's always a fun thing um, when you're doing it with a group and you're not so alone. Can you guys talk a little bit about what that's like? Oh, yes, definitely. Um, working out and doing exercise Definitely is good for your body. Everybody knows that we should be doing it. But as doing it as a group, as uh, as you bring everybody together, everybody's doing the same thing, it brings uh, camaraderie, it brings trust, and it's just just very good feeling. And naturally, when you're working out and you're stressing out those muscles and you're wearing yourself out, your body's producing dopamine, and then that helps you create that good feeling. And that actually relieves stress and makes you build that, I want to do it again, that was very rewarding. And at the time of it, I know, it's, especially if you're just starting out, it's difficult, it's hard to do. But as you get along doing it, especially doing with people that you're being involved with, people you like, people you get to know, you also start releasing different chemicals like serotonin in the brain, and that actually builds that camaraderie of somebody that you want to start trusting. I want to be with this person. They make me feel good when they're around. Mm, yes. And definitely, like that's my take on it. Like When you have people, especially new people that come in, they're like, okay, uh, I don't know you. Then you, <laughs> you get into this workout. All of my business. <laughs> <laughs> right? Especially, like, some people that are new to the workouts, they come in, and then, like, I'm, I'm giving instruction, and I don't, I don't want to come off as too aggressive or pushy, but it's like, all right, this is how you do it. I don't want you to hurt yourself. I don't know. Yeah. You can kind of get a little pushy. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's because I know you. I know you can push more. <laughs> uh, yeah, but definitely, as you see, you build the relationships, and it's definitely a good thing. And like the just the natural chemical in the brain, the dopamine, the reward system. You're gonna you're gonna want to stay working out. You're gonna you want to keep pushing your body to get to that fitness level that you want to be at. Yeah, and um, uh, groups for me is uh, I strive in groups. Um, working out by myself, you know, it's just not fun. And <laughs> I wonder why people like get gym memberships and never go. <laughs> I mean, it's not fun. Um, you know, especially for me, you know, I really like working out in groups. It's just fun with, you know, having a partner right there. Mm-hmm. Because if you see them struggling, you're like, okay, I, I'm not alone. Yes. Or if you see them pushing, you're like, oh, okay, I can push more too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's good to see that group of people, no matter, you know, if you're a beginner or you are advanced, you know, it's good to see all that in a mix. And it's just about building the camaraderie and helping each other out. Like, come on, you're doing great. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I know you can do more. Just whoever needs it, you know. Um, my, my mom uses a wheelchair, so she she helps out. I mean, she does it. And I'm just like, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. And I tell the group, you know, people, because they get a little scared. Like, oh, no, I can't do that. And I'm yeah. like, no, you can do it. Believe me, you know, you're just going at your own pace. No matter your pace, you know, people are like, oh, my God, I did so bad. We're like, no, you did really good. Mm-hmm. You were great. Yes. You're killing it. You don't know that, but we, we know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it's really good, I think, um, to have a 
work out as a group because you get to hear that from everybody and um you know share that with the partner next to you mm-hmm. yeah definitely and it helps people to feel empowered and knowing that they did it and then even if they don't they don't come to us they know that they have the possibility of doing it and pushing themselves to the next step yeah i think that that's definitely what is it like a benefit of of being together with a group of folks who all have the same goal who are willing to push each other along the way and motivate each other and that's pretty much what i really uh, enjoy about about the workouts when i'm there is that we can all come together and, and do that as one um, and have fun doing it. And, you know, laugh and smile and tell jokes and things like that. And so it's just really awesome. Uh, I, I really like that type of environment. So as we're getting to the end of the interview, I'm just going to share my ending thoughts. And then I'll have one last question for you guys. And then, you know, we'll have opportunity for you guys to do shout outs to whoever you like. But before I get into the ending thoughts, is there anything else that you're you're thinking that you might have missed in the interview? I actually do want to touch, I believe it was the section where you're talking about um, the, uh, the swallow fruits, the desert oh, fruits. Oh, yes. Definitely, we have modern uh, alternatives like the, the opportunity we offer, but definitely it's important to go back and to go live off, or eat off the land and get to know, go talk to people like Tina that know like I'm doing, talk to her just to get a little more knowledge and mm-hmm. figure out what, what it is that you can do and what you can consume that's natural from the earth provided to us mm-hmm. and things that we should be grateful for instead of going to around the corner where it's convenient and you're just putting a bunch of things you don't know where it came from mm-hmm. and you're consuming that. It's better to get with somebody and go see what course is natural. You're picking it yourself from from its natural state. And you know it's going to be very beneficial for you. And um, as to the alternatives, what we offer is simply, to me, it's a phenomenal product. And, of course, I, I would love for you guys to come try it. But go back to the to using the natural fruits. Yes. You know, all of the knowledge that I have is not just from from myself, but it's, it's picking people's brains of what's this <laughs> and what's that, uh, especially my mom. I really take advantage of the time that she's here with me on earth to to pass down the, the traditional knowledge, uh, the culture. Um, so I really rely on her a lot, you know, especially when I... You know, I ask her, "What? how do you say this or how do you say that? Or what does this mean and not them? Because even with the language, I think that it's really important for us to learn it right now because those last few generations who are very, very influenced in speaking it are are slowly, slowly going away. So we're it's up to us, really, you know, to carry everything forward from here on out. Um, representing different, really, we're living in two different ro- worlds. You know, we really are. Um, but I think it's really cool that we're able to manage the two different worlds. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, so, as we come to the end of the interview, my ending thoughts to those listening is that as Autumn or any indigenous people, we've certainly learned to adapt to the Western ways of living. And through resilience, we are still able to turn to what we know uh, is our traditional ways of eating and living to maintain a healthier lifestyle. Although we face many challenges within our own communities, we can find the other alternatives to help us get our health back on track. And I believe that it's places like Phenomenal Nutrition Health Club to help us do that. 
And even though Preston and Danielle are two young representatives for Herbalife Nutrition, they are also representatives for an entire group of people, which are the Thana Atham. I believe they represent both entities very well, and to see someone I can definitely identify with gives me all the more motivation, comfort, and support to meet my health goals. So, one last question before we end, and then you both can have time to give any shout-outs. If you had one piece of advice to someone just starting out a similar type of business, what would it be? Um, definitely do If they're starting out as their own business, find somebody who's done it already, learn from them. And if you're just starting out and you don't have nobody to go to, there's many ways and many resources you can plug into. So definitely stay resilient and always believe in yourself. The most important is, to me, I would never have been able to do this without my my honey, Danielle. So (laughs) definitely find somebody that's going to be able to to stick with you through the tough times because... When you're starting stuff, there's going to be a lot of discouraging times. Mm -hmm. But if you're able to push through the discouragement, you're going to find everything that you want on the other side of all your pain. So when you're going through it and it's hard, just know that all your goals and all your dreams are waiting on the other side. So definitely stay positive and find somebody to do it with you and just keep pushing. Awesome. So one piece of advice for starting your own business or whatever, you know, it may be is, yeah, definitely find mentorship. If you don't have anybody, don't get, get discouraged. YouTube, YouTube's free. And <laughs> um, we get a lot of mentoring. Thank God we have a mentor, mm-hmm. but we have mentoring from YouTube. That and just never give up because I've seen a lot of people just fall out because it didn't happen the way they thought. Or t- It's going to take some years. It's going to take time. But I think some of the best things take time. And just know that you're going to go on a journey. Like I keep saying, you know, it's a journey. Mm-hmm. And just you're going to start it and just don't give up. Because if you're going to sit there and you give up, you're going to sit there and you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just gave up. <laughs> yes. So just never, mm-hmm. never, never give up, no matter how bad it may seem. Because it's just it's just the universe testing to make sure if that what you really want. If you really want, just keep pushing. And just, yeah, just never give up. Don't. Awesome. Well, thank you, too, for sharing. Now, if you guys have any shout-outs you want to give to anybody out there, feel free to do so. Shout-out to our sponsors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alex and Ramel and... uh, Yeah, all our family. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. our family. Um, Be a family on 30th and 10th. (laughs) 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 To to my grandma, Geraldine, (laughs) hopefully you're hearing this. (laughs) (laughs) To my mom. Yes, to my mom, my brothers. Cool. Yeah, everybody. All my little brothers and sisters. (laughs) Shout out to Corny. (laughs) And thank you, Tina, for having us on. It's totally a blessing. Awesome. Well, thank you both very much for coming to the studio today. I really greatly appreciate it. And as always, thank you to all the beautiful, supportive, maybe even first-time listeners out there. This is Cultivating Indigenous Voices. Thanks for listening to this month's podcast episode. If you like what you just heard, feel free to check out previous episodes from Cultivating Indigenous Voices by clicking the link in the description. This podcast is supported by KXCI Tucson, Real People, Real Radio.